Well, in order to be an occupational therapist, you have to have toys and things to help kids have fun so that they can learn those really difficult skills. And things need to be fun and playful. So I had kind of amassed this major collection of toys. toys. And it was before I even became a mom. And so my husband was starting to get into like social media and came home one day and was like, I got an idea. He's like, we're going to put you on YouTube. And he's like, you have all these great ideas about what you can do with toys. And people are always coming to you for toy recommendations. And so back in 2009, we started a YouTube channel, which was me doing developmental toy reviews. And so then I kind of ended up in the toy space where I was writing for as a freelancer for companies about the top 10 best dollhouses or action figures or toys that went along with a movie and really ended up as kind of a influencer in the media space. Welcome to the Who You Know Show where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and your life. We're here at Video Marketing World 2022, and this episode is brought to you by Real News PR. They're going to make you look like a million bucks, and I'm excited because I got someone else that looks like a million bucks. I've got Carrie Wilmot in the house. She is a pediatric occupational therapist turned toy expert and author. If I can get a warm welcome for Carrie Wilmot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> How about that intro? You like that? Yeah, sure. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Carrie! Thanks. Well, we're excited to have you here, and I really want to hear about your journey because just your title alone, pediatric occupational therapist turned toy expert and author. So tell me about that. What is that? What's all that about? So I have been a pediatric occupational therapist for over 20 years, working with kids in all different settings, school systems, outpatient hospitals, in their homes during home. Uh, during doing home health care. And about 13 years ago, I, well, in order to be an occupational therapist, you have to have toys and things to help kids have fun so that they can learn those really difficult skills, right? And, and things need to be fun and playful. So I had kind of amassed this major collection of toys. toys. And it was before I even became a mom. And so my husband was starting to get into like social media and came home one day and was like, I got an idea. He's like, we're going to put you on YouTube. And he's like, you have all these great ideas about what you can do with toys. And people are always coming to you for toy recommendations. And so back in 2009, we started a YouTube channel, which was me doing developmental toy reviews. And so then I kind of ended up in the toy space where I was writing for as a freelancer for companies about the top 10 best dollhouses or action figures or toys that went along with a movie and really ended up as kind of a influencer in the media space. Oh my gosh, I'm over here with a toy influencer. Let's go, mic drop. <laughs> uh, like, that's so cool because I hear you can make a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Are you, <laughs> well, ma are you making a little bit of this? Are you getting a little bit of that well, action? Because kids on YouTube, boy, I tell you what, they love that stuff. I, I wish, right? The funny <laughs> part was, is I was in it so early on that like the boxers and all that other stuff really came sort of after we had already been in the space for a long time. So I focused a little bit more kind of on the business side as like a play expert. So mm. companies that really are trying to like look for information to help sell their toys or appeal to parents and especially parents, caregivers kind of in that special needs space, okay. you know, what helps kids 
pay attention, uh, you know, what helps kids get their energy out. So pulling in a lot of that, like, developmental educational expertise as it sort of relates to play. So what's the hot uh, toy for this Christmas <laughs> Oh, everyone, Everyone's looking for those magic mixes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I remember when I was a kid, it was the Tickle Me Elmo. You know, that was the hot thing, boy. They were selling them things for hundreds of dollars on eBay and everything else because you couldn't get your hands on it. What's the hot ticket? Uh, the magic mixies. Magic mixie. I didn't when you yeah. said it. I don't even know what the heck that is. What's a magic mixie? It's like this cauldron where you. It basically it's like a transformational kind of toy where it, that's an experience that happens. <laughs> Ask me another question. Okay, it transforms y'all. It transforms. Secret. You have to watch it. It's a transfer. It's a it's a transformer. Transformer. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you this. So you started this when? When did you start Back this Back in 2009. 2009. Okay. So, and you got right on to the video. You got right into the video. Right into the, the video YouTube. before I even knew what the video was happening. So you're like, I'm going to get on YouTube. So if I had to imagine, okay, and this is just me speaking out loud and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're an early adopter. Correct. So, I mean, I would imagine you probably, your t- channel does very well well it it has changed and that's kind of the you know the pitfall even for me in this whole experience is that being really far ahead of the game in something Mm. you know that was way in the beginning when it was film a youtube video write a blog post send out a tweet and you were done Mm. you know and then all of a sudden we have facebook and instagram and pinterest and when you're one person trying to kind of manage an entire Mm. space by yourself it gets really overwhelming it's a lot you know and so that has been kind of the tricky part is to try to figure out how to even for me with all that knowledge sort of how to stay relevant and continue to have revenue at the same time that's so true you know i mean this whole social media game youtube and all, all this stuff it's i mean there's a reason why people hire media agencies because it's a lot i mean it's a lot of work and it takes a lot to get everything out there and every platform's different and then every platform changes. Correct. And trying to stay up on the trends and yada, yada, yada. Like I'll give you an example. So with this show, um, I've always been very, very focused uh, video first, right? Um, wanted to create a talk show. You know, now we do a live studio audience. Um, a lot of really cool stuff. <clears throat> but it's always been video first. Uh, the audio, the podcast, I, I neglected it. I actually was like, eh, whatever. The live streams were just getting put up. And I've been doing this since 2018, so I was technically an early adopter mm-hmm. of this as well. Um, and so, but the, the podcast didn't perform well, obviously, because we were just throwing it up there, just slapping it up. And then I'm just like, man, kicking myself in the butt now, because I'm like, dang, I should have paid more attention. And now I am, and now we're focusing, and now things are growing on the podcast side. So anyways, I get what you're saying. It's like the the catch-22 of the early adopter side. Yeah, and it's a constant, you know, it's constant reinvention, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, how are you continuing to keep up, to learn all those algorithms, to change things as you need to change, and, you know, to be relevant sort of in your space while you're living life? I mean, I still work as an occupational therapist to kind of make sure, at least at this point, that there's some continual cash flow coming in. But it's really about, for me, it was about just not really ever saying no, <laughs> Continuous cash flow. It's about not, you know, really not turning down opportunities, even when they felt uncomfortable and how, you know, I was asked to speak at a conference with a company that I was working with on play, 
was there at a at this conference in Austin, bumped into some woman who was actually um, an editor for a, comp- uh, a company where they needed an occupational therapist to write a book for teachers. And so I ended up doing that. You know, so I think a lot of it for me has sort of been just not being afraid to try something new. I mean, my training as an occupational therapist... <laughs> Didn't exactly teach me how to write blog posts. You know, I've done television media segments. I do podcasts. You know, I, I wasn't formally trained in any of that, you know. And so really, it's just about practicing and trying something new. And just do it, mm-hmm. right? Just get out there and get get the message out there to the world. So I love that. I mean, that's amazing. And that's why you got started in 20, or two, 2009, you know, is because you just you just started. So many people here at this conference, the theme is like, just get started, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, or restarted or restarted, you know, and and that's for us. Like, that's what we're really trying to figure out is, you know, I have this site. I have all this great content that's there. I've got a book. I've got all these pieces. Right. Mm. So how do I best leverage all of those pieces moving forward so that I can continue to, you know, just grow my brand and, and be in front of more people? So what do you think has been your biggest takeaway Right. That's what that's what you're trying to get. I hear I hear you. You're like, I got all these pieces. I want to try to do what what's your big takeaway of this conference? Uh, at this point, it's I definitely want to get into more podcasting. Okay. I, you know, I think that having that expert, hey. <laughs> having that expert view, connecting with people. You know, I work a lot with families who have uh, that are struggling and kids who are struggling. And a lot of my passion is yes. Did I did I learn how to share great toys and do I know how to play with them? Yes. But at the end of the day, like, how can we help families? you know, just manage their day-to-day lives easier using play and fun and really just helping all kids get to the next level. I love that. Okay, so what's the best way for the audience to get connected with you? Where do we find Carrie? Um, you can find me on Instagram at at Carrie underscore Wilmot, W-I-L-M-O-T. I'm at Toy Queen on Facebook and YouTube, or you can send an email to Carrie, K-E-R-I at toyqueen.com. Absolutely. Make sure you do that and make sure you ask her what exactly that toy is all about. We want to know what that toy is. Guys, that's the show. It's all about who you know and a little bit of cash flow. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston. And if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know.